Hello, hello. I hope you're having a great, wonderful day. I am here with my iced caramel latte, typical, and I'm really wishing it was sunny outside. It's been super rainy and gray and not liking it at all. But I am excited about today's episode. It's like a full circle for me. It's with Kate Howard of Amplify Boutique. She was the person behind the scenes of everything on this podcast launch, and she did an incredible job. And if it wasn't for her, this podcast would not be out there. She was the one that very much convinced me to do the podcast because I did not want to do all of the tech and the setup and the launch stuff. And she's like, well, I can take care of that. And she did. And now I have a podcast. So I'm super excited. She is passionate about helping entrepreneurs really grow their communities, convert their listeners into buyers, and really use the power of audio so that they can amplify their mission, their purpose, all the things. Today, we talked about Leadcast and private podcasts and how you can utilize that to grow your business. So stay tuned. It's a wonderful episode and I might have a few Leadcast up my sleeve soon. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Welcome to the Profit Priority Podcast, where we empower creatives to grow their business, expand their profits, and maximize their personal time. I'm your host, Lorianne Koontz, wife, mama, and lover of all things business. Here on Profit Priority, we talk about it all, from unveiling money management tips that will help you maximize your profits, to talking about time management ideas that will help you stay inspired to continue to create, and to help you protect and preserve your energy so you can be present in all areas of your life, whether it's business or it's personal. Profit isn't just about money. It's about way more than that. Hi, welcome to the podcast, Kate. Hi, Lorianne. It's so fun to be here with you. What a like full circle moment. I know. That's what I was going to mention is like, it's super fun for me because Kate and her team like um, went through and helped us with the launch and did all of the stuff, which is mind blowing to me because I, it was just so seamless and so fun. And I met her back at a mastermind retreat last summer and I was like oh yeah I might do a podcast like eventually and then within like I don't know three months or something I come to you I'm like yep we're doing it now but if you could go in it yeah how how have you been enjoying it I mean Um, obviously like we you know I know like for we worked together for the beginning of it and getting it off the ground but like how how are you enjoying it as you've been doing it it's it's been so fun I'm so glad you like kind of pushed pushed me to do it. You're like, you should do it. And let's, yeah. I think the biggest thing that like stopped me was getting off the ground and going through like the launching process. And so whenever you were like, yeah, we can take care of all that. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, here we go. But before we get started, can you like give all of your information, kind of just like who you are, how you got into this podcasting world and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Kate Howard. I am the founder of Amplify Boutique, which is a full service podcast management agency. And we support female entrepreneurs to launch and manage their podcast. So we've been doing this since about 2019 at this point. And we really, our focus is helping um, our podcasters leverage their podcast as like a strategic asset in their business. So all of my clients are business owners. And so that's the common thread is like, how do we utilize this as a part of your business? And it's not just a hobby podcast. And I really got into this, you know, it was not, I didn't go to school for podcasting. I didn't go to school for podcast management or even like audio engineering or anything like that. I 
came in really from like the strategy setup side of podcasting. And because I was working with a client who was an OBM client at the time, and which is an online business manager. So it was a much broader role, but she needed help with her podcast. And so she was like, hey, my guy left. The guy that was editing her podcast, he left. She's like, I do you know anyone that can help? And so my husband, Philip, is actually an audio engineer. So he does have that background. And I knew I could figure out like the back end and the nuts and bolts. And because that's what I was doing as an online business manager. So I was like, well, I think between me and him, like we can support this and we can help, you know, help you in this. And so we did. And I realized, oh, wow. Okay. Out of like everything I'm doing, I really enjoy this. Plus I had been like an avid podcast listener at that point for you know, five years. It was actually how I even found out about entrepreneurship was through listening to podcasts and found out this was even a world that I I didn't know existed and that it was something I wanted to do. So I was really passionate about the medium. And then um, from there, I just reached out to like my network at the time and said, hey, I've been learning a ton about this. If you want to launch a podcast, let me know and we can support you. And we started with one client and then grew from there and really grew from mostly referrals. And over the last three years, you know, went from zero to now we have launched 50 plus podcasts and manage, you know, over 30 podcasts in our agency. So it's been a fun journey, but um, also just like for me and for anyone listening who is in that spot of maybe you're trying a lot of different things as an entrepreneur and just, you know, trying to figure out where your sweet spot is, I definitely like found my sweet spot. It took a ton of trial and error, but now I'm at a point where I am supporting women with a medium that like I'm obsessed with, but I'm also doing like business strategy, which is another piece of it that I love doing and being able to like bring those together has really created like the ideal business for me. So it's been a really fun journey to get to this point. That's so fun. And from the, I don't know, nine months that I've known you, like I can tell like this is where you're supposed to be like you enjoy what you're doing so much. And it's so fun, like talking to you and just hearing about your journey and kind of where you're at. And recently you've gotten into more of like private podcasting and really leveraging that and doing mm -hmm. the strategy behind that to really generate and convert leads. So what I mean, before you started talking about like what exactly is a private podcast? How would someone get access to it? How does that work on like using private podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, the private podcasting has really become more popular. And I would say what made private podcasting first popular was Patreon. So were people who had public podcasts and then wanted to utilize a way to monetize their podcast to give like extra content. So Patreon gave people the ability to have private podcast feeds that could be paid for through their platform and then they could get extra content. So for example, the big ones are like your crime junkie, like your crime podcast, like the podcast that people are like diehard fans of and they want extra content and they want that extra stuff. They join their Patreon and then they have access to those extra episodes. So that was really where like the private podcast feeds were born. And then now, especially over the last year, I've really seen it start to trickle into like our online entrepreneur space and utilizing them in a little bit of a different way. And so private podcasts are just are very similar to the setup of a public podcast, except there are um, specific podcast hosts that will support private podcasts and support having a private podcast feed that's not public. And then also 
it just gives you the ability to create that link that someone can then go and they can subscribe. But it's not something that like if I were to go search on Google, I can't find that podcast. So it makes it where it's kind of behind the curtain, if that makes sense. Yeah. And when you subscribe to or get access to a private podcast, most of the time you enter in your information, your emails, and that's where you get yep. the lead some way. of some, yeah, some way, somehow. I mean, I've seen it to where they get the phone number and then you get opted into like texting, marketing or emails or whatever, yep. whatever the host might want to do with it. They're able to capture that lead just like um, like a freebie, like your typical old school freebie lead opt-in type thing and for me yeah I just get so tired of those I'm like okay I know what you're doing like I, I don't yes. know I just I'm not going to sit down and read through this pdf of a lead opt-in of the information and I mean we're both moms we're busy like with sure. podcasts are the way that I get all of my information and I want to just pop something in my headphones and in my earbuds and I just want to be able to listen to it on the way to exactly. pick up my daughter from school and it's just very easy and I've seen a lot of different p ways that you can utilize them. So not just in getting like leads, but also you have people that have put their masterminds and their courses into private podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and we can talk, we can go into detail about Leadcast too, which is, you know, what I created specifically around utilizing private podcasts for capturing leads. But Yes, I have clients that leverage private podcasts to what I would, I call it like audioizing their content. So taking mastermind content, like the live calls they do or the trainings they do and putting that into a private podcast feed for people who have memberships that a part of that membership is having that like content, that course content or whatever that is as a part of that, creating private feeds for their members. And what's just, what's so powerful about that is like you said, it just gives the ability uh, for people to consume information in a way that works for them. Because there may be a few people that they can block out time to go log into their Kajabi portal and watch the video and do the training and take the notes. But for the most part, for my clients and for a lot of the women I work with, we are all kind of in the same boat of we're moms or we're busy or we're ambitious women who have a lot on, our, we have a lot going on in life. And so Sometimes that's not the easiest way to consume content. So by putting it on a platform where people are consuming content and it is easy for them to consume, gives them, you know, the ability to actually take it in, which from a client experience perspective as a business owner and as someone who is leveraging masterminds or leveraging memberships where a part of that experience is having that content there to help, you know, support them hopefully you don't just have that content there as like fluff and just as something else that you can say is there, but hopefully it is truly helpful content for people. And so by joining your programs, like they're getting access to that. But the issue is, is well, but if they don't ever like take it in, if they don't ever actually go watch those videos and they don't ever actually learn it, then they're not going to implement that and see that transformation and have an even better experience in your program. And then on the flip side of that too, you know, having it, more easily digestible typically is going to save time on the person who's leading the mastermind or the person who's creating the course because or the membership or whatever it's going to like lessen the amount of questions you get right because if you've already created all this content to answer people's most like foundational support questions and really your mastermind calls or your membership q a's or whatever those are really for those high level questions like you know not those basic like how do I set up a PayPal link or something, right? Like I'm just thinking of something like silly. But 
and those are your more higher level, like personalized business questions, then that saves you time and it's a way better experience for everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And I like don't know about you, but I do not like to sit down and just like write everything out and do all like I would rather create a lot of content and resources for my clients and just talk. Like I feel like it's easier for them to digest. It's easier for them for like to understand, especially for me. I mean, I haven't created a lead caster private podcast, but it's it's in the plans whenever I get around to it. But for my clients, part of what we do is break down like the accounting language and the financial, all this stuff to where it's easier to understand. And that's why I use Voxer a lot of times other than just keeping everything in email because they need it. They need to talk through things. They need to listen to it and make it a little bit more digestible for them to like hear and see and visualize um, and be able to understand. So I know for me, I would rather do that. And then I know my clients would rather like it that way. Oh, Lorianne, how powerful would that be for you to have like this private podcast feed of like, hey, go listen to this episode in the private podcast feed. It answers this question. I I know it's it's on my list. I might be coming to you. (laughs) It's like, it's yeah, I I have so many different private podcast ideas um, that I'm hoping to get done this summer. I think it would just it would be really good. But okay, so you mentioned Leadcast. Hey, do you ever wonder if something can be classified as a business expense? What are business expenses? What are deductions? Well, I have something for you. It is my free business expense and deduction guide, and it walks you through exactly what they are, what tax write-offs are, what the IRS claims are allowed to be business expenses, as well as giving you a list of what I see common creative entrepreneurs use for tax deductions. So head over to www.lauriancoos.com slash deductions, or click the link in the show notes to grab your free guide. Okay, now back to the episode. Obviously, lead, cast, something to do with lead. Um, What is it and what was like your vision behind it? Like, where did that come from? And what, yeah, what is it? Yeah. So like we we talked about earlier, just about that typically with private podcast feeds, like you're going to have to have some kind of opt-in to actually get the link. So most people aren't putting that private link out there publicly. And um, it's either like a paid for thing or you're opting in in some way. So Leadcast was really developed as I saw the rise of private podcasts being utilized, but I saw a real opportunity for the people I was working with to utilize them in the same way that my clients leverage like podcasting in general, which the purpose behind podcasting for my clients is to build their authority, to build deeper connection, and to hopefully collapse the time between someone finding them and someone becoming a customer. The podcast really allows people into their world and to determine like, is this person for me? And the you know, typically again, my clients are talking about their services on their podcast. And so if they are a good fit, then they would go through that. Where a lead cast really comes in is it's just a much smaller version of that. So I wanted to create a framework around something that could still do what the purpose of a larger podcast is, which is build that authority, build that connection, nurture leads, but on a smaller scale. And so that's really where Leadcast came in. And it's intended to first capture the leads through the opt-in process because in order to access the Leadcast, they have to opt-in. And then it's really then meant to connect with those leads. So through the episodes, which we typically map out like five mini episodes, you're building a relationship, a connection, and authority. And the other thing about Leadcast that's a little bit different than a full-blown podcast is for 
most of my clients that have implemented them, the lead cast are going to typically point and be directed towards like a more specific offer or a more specific topic. Whereas like a larger podcast, you're going to be talking about um, probably a variety of different topics within your content pillars. So a lead cast is much more pinpointed. So we map out those five episodes to really build authority and connect on the thing that we're hoping to build trust and authority in and, and lead into that offer. And then the final step of it is to convert. So even if someone doesn't necessarily buy the product after listening, but the goal is that by the end of it, they can make a decision on whether your offer is for them or not. And for me, the lead cast and that process really, again, takes off just a huge marketing load off of the business owner in that like it's answering objections, it's answering some most common questions through that. And so typically then like your sales calls are going to go easier if you even have to have them at all, or you have a place to direct people that is capturing their attention because you're right there in their earbuds and their podcasts, and you know they're getting all the necessary information around this topic that they need without having to wonder if they saw the third post of your seven post series that leads people through this customer journey or whether they saw your stories that one day where you talked about XYZ that was really important to how this offer is going to help them, right? Like, you know, they're getting all the information they need in that one spot, in that one place. And it's not the mercy of the algorithm because they've opted in. This podcast feed is now on their phone and they can easily listen to it. So that's really like the intention behind it is to be that like micro podcast in a way, but, you know, serve a little bit even more strategically than a full podcast does. Yeah. I love it. Whenever I first like learned about Leadcast, I was like mind blown. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. And also, yeah. I mean, like they will opt in and then they obviously get the Leadcast, but then you can on the back end of things, create emails and create like put them through like the, your funnel process yeah. to where then you've had that yeah. too, because you have their email, you have their lead. And it's just it's a it's a great thing. In fact, I just did like a mini series on my podcast about just outsourcing your books and like questions and just all mm, things yes. like that. That would be a great example of what I could put in a lead cast. Yeah. Um, it's now on the podcast, but that would be an example of what you could do. What are some other things and ways that people will could utilize lead cast? Yeah. Well, and I just actually got off of a strategy call with an interior designer. And so she has consulting services and that's something new that she's launching in her business. She's launching consulting services for people who are building homes. And so she is creating a lead cast around some of like the top questions that come up when building a home to really bring those people in who are either thinking about the home building process or maybe are just starting it or maybe they're even in the middle of it, but having a bad experience and kind of walking people through and setting those foundations of like what you need to know before you're building a home. And then leading into her consulting offer. So like that's an example, right? Again, it's very like as an interior designer, there's a multitude of things she can do. But in this specific focus, she's focusing on people building homes and what that process looks like. So that's what she's doing. Other examples, like I have one client who she's a intuition coach. And so for her, a lead cast could be a series of meditations that help you tune into your intuition, right? And by guiding them through those series of meditations in that lead cast, like they really get to know her, how she works, her voice, and like 
hopefully see some mini transformations of tuning into their intuition through her meditations. And then that really is leading into her one-on-one intuition coaching and how she can like continue to support people. Another example that I think is fun is for like a copywriter. So if you are a copywriter, so that's more of like a service-based business. Something you could do is, again, taking like a small piece of what you do as a copywriter. And sometimes you can think of like, what's the thing that people come to me the most for? And so you could do a lead cast on like how to create a sales page that converts, right? And then you would have five mini episodes diving into each piece of the sales page and why it's important and what you do there. And right. And so it's not like you're giving away all your secrets, right? Like someone still needs you as a copywriter to actually write the sales page, but you're building your authority and like, I know what I'm doing. You're giving value and that, you know, if they did want to go like DIY it, they could take some of your tips and that would at least help them, right? And to the start of it, if they weren't going to purchase your copywriting services, but if they were ready to hire a copywriter, they now have built trust with you. And so whether they want to hire you now or later down the road, like you've built that trust in them on something that is a service that you offer a lot, like writing sales pages. Um, so those are just a few examples, but I, uh, they're just the amount of like niches and industries that I've consulted with people on them. It's really fun to see like how they can apply in different ways. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, I, I know for me, like I said, I've thought about it a lot and I've thought about it even for my clients. Yeah. For like even my CFO clients, they're like, well, I might be launching this. I'm like, okay, well, you need to like go talk to Kate because I think it'd be a really great lead cast to get (laughs) the leads, you know. But yes, even if someone goes through, like you were saying for copywriters, someone goes through a lead cast and they might not buy, but you are now a trusted figure in their space. You are the professional. Like that's who they're going to go to because they went through your whole lead cast for whenever they might be ready a year later or whenever. And I know I have a lot of exactly. photographers listening to this and mm. you could do a lead cast about, a, I don't know, planning out your wedding day on like just the outline of your wedding day. Mm-hmm. There's so many different yep. things that you can do in the creative space and it, yeah, it could be great. But oh yeah, you're launching something right now, right? Yeah. Yep. We're in the middle of it. Yep. We are launching um, Amplify Your Leads, which is so here's what happened. We launched Leadcast done for you as a service in our agency last fall. And we beta tested it and beta launched it because I wanted to put it out there and implement these for people and just test out my ideas around Leadcast, right? Because at one point, this was all just conceptual. And then I wanted to implement and see the results. And we've seen really great results from it. But the problem comes in in that like I'm only one person and I want to help more people do this than just a few people a month, which is all I can really handle in the agency. So I have built out a group program called Amplify Your Leads, which is meant to walk people, my members through who join how to launch their own lead cast. So at six weeks, we walk through the strategy behind the lead cast and actually like defining your strategy, mapping out your episodes, what that looks like. We go through all the tech setup, which like I make tech really easy. I do not overcomplicate it. So we do all the tech setup, like actually how to record the episodes, then how to put it together, how to set it up, how to get it up and running. And then the final phase of like putting the funnel pieces together, which again, I make it as simple as possible. We don't get too crazy with it, but how do we create a simple opt-in, a simple delivery email, and then a simple nurture sequence on the back end to make it as powerful as possible. 
And then we walk through like, okay, how do we actually launch it? How do we leverage this? How do we utilize it? So my goal is that people walk away with an entire skill set that they can implement over and over again in their business and launch as many lead cats as they want and private podcasts. And they just have that skill set because for most of my clients, they don't have full time podcast managers on their team that can just like set up lead cast for them all the time, you know? So I want to teach it in a simple way that they can implement it in their own business and see the power of audio and see the power of leveraging Leadcast in their business. So we're launching that right now. We actually start um, from when we're talking now, it starts on Monday. But if you're listening now, you can join the waitlist for our next round, which we will start enrolling in July. So join the waitlist because my waitlist always gets early bird pricing and bonuses. So join the waitlist if you want like access to that. But yeah, I'm really excited about this first cohort in the program. It's going to be really fun. That's awesome. I'm excited. That's amazing. I'll have to keep in mind July because that's my summertime yes. of getting all my lead casts That'll out. be the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure to put all of that yes. info in the um, description too. So people will be able to go click on it and join the wait list and everything. But yeah, Absolutely. this is so good. I am sure so many people are going to learn so much about lead casts and private podcasts and get so many ideas from listening to this episode. Where can people find you online? Yeah, your website, social media, things like that. Yeah. So everything is um, like website wise and even on Instagram or Amplify Boutique. And then my personal Instagram um, that I also utilize in business too is Amplify.Kate. And I was Kate Rose Co, but people got really confused that my last name was Roseco even though it wasn't supposed to be read that way. So I just recently changed my handle to amplify.kate, C-A-I-T. So, and that's where I hang out the most. So you can go find me there. And if you have any questions about Leadcast or any questions about podcasting in general, I'm always an open book and love to chat with people. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to put all of those in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks. It was so fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast continue to grow and reach others just like you. As always, you can head over to lauriannkuntz.com to join our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at lauriannkuntz.co. That's all for now. See you next week.